I'm Bonnie. Welcome to Martha Martha. I am distracted by many things. Because I'm a mom, because I'm a human, uh, because I have weakness, I need my Lord to guide me and to calm me every day. So let's walk together. Good morning, my dear listeners. I am so sorry that I have not been here for so long, but I fractured a rib um, 10 or 12 days ago, and my life has been consumed mostly with pain and feeling sorry for myself. Oh, okay, I am starting to feel a little bit of relief now, but I had no idea that uh, it could be so painful. But I did leave you with a cliffhanger. And I apologize for that. Okay, so if we're not going to use rewards and consequences, what do we do for discipline? Because we can't just not discipline. Um, when we when we take punishment out of the equation or rewards out of the equation, we don't just do nothing. So what do we do instead? Okay, and it's a really, really good question and can leave us feeling baffled and often takes us a lot of... Um, uh, retraining of how we think to move forward in this particular question. So what do we do instead? What we do instead is is walk beside them. And I'm going to explain what that means because that initially is going to probably sound kind of lame. Okay, but we want to look at other relationships and how we how we solicit the behavior that we want from people um, you know, when we're not dangling carrots or sticks, okay? So use, let's use our spouse, okay? In a, in a healthy relationship, we aren't dangling rewards and consequences in front of our spouse when we want something from them, okay? So I'm going to use this as example. What about when we're upset, okay? Uh, we're upset, we're being, um, we're distressed, we're discouraged, okay? Maybe we're acting out, Okay, and I know that we don't like to think of ourselves as acting out, but of course we do as adults. Okay, so maybe we're, maybe we're snapping at people, maybe we're yelling, maybe we're, uh, you know, being uh, illogical. You know, there's lots of behaviors that would closely mirror our own children's behaviors. Okay, if I'm behaving that way because of my upset, and maybe I feel like my upset is more important than theirs, or more real than theirs, uh, than our children's, um, I'll, I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want someone to tell me how to solve my problem. I don't want someone telling me to control myself. I don't want to be sent to my room. I don't want to be told to stop crying or just to stop it. Just, you know, I don't want someone freaking out at me. What I want is to be seen, okay, I want somebody to recognize that I'm upset. I love you. Uh, can I hold you? Everything's going to be fine. You're amazing. Can I make you some tea? You want someone to just rub your back or wrap their arms around you? Or maybe just leave you alone. That's a possibility. But for them to say, be able to say, what can I do for you right now? And if you say, I just need to be alone, they just listen. Okay? Provide a loving presence. Okay? walk with them. One of our biggest concerns about not having consequences is that we perceive that our children are going to feel like 
they're getting away with something, but it isn't how we behave when somebody is just lovingly present to us in our upset. The next time we feel upset, we don't think, hey, I'm just going to act like this again so that they do all these nice things for me again. We don't do that. In fact, it's the opposite. Okay, we want to we want to really be work harder at being in control, work harder at uh, saying appropriately what it is we need to say, or we have we have gratitude for what that person is doing for us, and so we want to be our best and we want to emotionally grow. It it compels us to emotionally grow when somebody walks with us. It does not compel us to emotionally grow when somebody chastises us, okay? So it fills our tank when we allow a person, when, when a person helps us to emotionally grow in that way, it fills our tank. But it also helps to fill their tank. That's a sign of emotional growth. It's a sign that a person has reached a point of maturity in their emotions. When we do that for our child, our child's tank is emotionally full, but also we grow as a person. And so it's such a win-win situation. And it's doing what God asks of us, okay? It's a win-win-win. So when we walk with a child, it does not condone their behavior or excuse their behavior or ignore their behavior. It forgives their behavior. And this is such a vital point for us to understand. When we walk with them, we forgive their behavior, and we deal with the difficult behavior, we deal with the emotions, we deal with the problem outside of the emotionally intense circumstances, okay? Walk with them through the difficulty and deal with it later when our emotions are calmed down and their emotions are calmed down, when it will be more fruitful. Okay, so we want the guidance that we give them to be fruitful, It can't be fruitful in emotional intensity except to walk with them and be tender with them. To to talk about the behavior in that hot moment isn't going to be fruitful, right? We just need to be with them so that we can reach a point together where fruitfulness can happen. So that's the goal. And uh, if you have any thoughts about, okay, what does that mean uh, practically, you know, we can talk about that. I'd be happy to share some particular situations. I find it easier to, if somebody gives me a situation, okay, my child consistently does this, then what do I do? You know, because probably I've experienced it before because <laughs> because I have kids. Um, but it sometimes makes it easier to, okay, when this happens, what do I, how do I respond? Okay, God bless you. Have a beautiful day.